Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Everybody and welcome to an episode of Hobby Addicts. This is Hobby Addicts episode 132, and I am your host Mitsugi. And I am joined here by the lovely Mandy. And how are you today, Mandy? Hello, I'm doing great. Wow, you sound so, you sound so happy. I'm glad. <laughs> I am. I'm doing really good. I can talk about it in the after party. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna kick so much ass today. So,、uh, <laughs> welcome to all of you listening from home. I am glad to have all of you. I hope that you're also having a wonderful weekend, and、uh, thank you all for contributing to our podcast and helping us continue to support the the, the the entertainment that we bring to you, which we are always enjoying to, to do. So, we're glad that you're here with us today. We're, we're going to be、mm-hmm. talking about Pillars of Eternity because it sounds it seems like everybody, including myself, has been playing an awful lot of Dungeons and Dragons related stuff lately. And Pillars of Eternity is a、uh, pretty popular game. It sounds like right now, at least, it's a very good game that is influenced by Dungeons and Dragons. And since we have a lot of gamers <laughs> listening to this, and because we have Mandy, of course,、mm-hmm. we are we're going to be talking about this game today, which I think we've mentioned but haven't really discussed up until now. If I'm、I、not mistaken, I think so. I don't know if we ever did. Not Pillars of Eternity too. I can't remember if we ever talked about the first one or not. So, Mandy, what kind of a game would you say this is? Because I'm going to tell you right now that I have heard about this game from you several times, but I know very little about it. Um, it is a CRPG, which I think I talked about in our last episode. Uh, just like a um isometric uh RPG game based on like a D and D setting world. CR. So, what does the C stand for in the CRPG? Computer. Okay. So, and you call it an, you call it an isometric. Yeah, so like the view is sort of top down. Okay, so it's a lot like Divinity.、Um, yes. Is it top down in the way that Diablo is top down? Like you're looking down from the. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of like a, an angle. Yeah,、okay. bird's eye view. Alright, so it's not like straight down, but okay, I guess. No,、you. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, cool. So I, now, now it's coming. It's coming, starting to come into focus here for me, and so Diablo two, but Diablo two, I don't think that's really is that you don't consider that a CRPG, do you? No, I think that's more hack and slash、um, action RPG style. Okay, yeah. So maybe dungeon crawler. What are the games in the in the universe that you would say that are comparable to this? For people that for for, for people that like want to get like a bearing on whether or not they would like this based on other games that they've played, what are the sort of the the well known titles that people would you know be able to say? Well, I liked I liked X, so I would like this game also. Um. This- Kind of hard to compare because each of them have something a little bit different. I'd say,、uh, well, Divinity is turn-based. This is not turn-based.、Um, if you liked the original Dragon Age Origins, not the no, not number two or the third one, but if you liked Origins, this one has a similar playing style.、Uh, Baldur's Gate.、Um, uh, oh, what am I trying to think of?、Um, Neverwinter. Those、okay. kind of games. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this sounds like something, but so it's not turn-based. So it's more of like a, but it's not a hack and slash game. 
Right, right. There is strategy involved. Um, so what kinds of strategy are you employing then? I mean, is it just like ele elemental weaknesses or something like that? Or is it something more than that? Uh, mostly your position, I would say. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Because it's going to heavily depend on what difficulty you're playing on. Because if you're playing at a lower difficulty, you could probably just let them run off AI. <laughs> It'll be perfectly fine. But if you're playing on a higher difficulty, uh, it's going to heavily depend on how you're positioning your characters, using AoE, using crowd control to keep other um, enemies down. Like a typical RPG. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just not turn-based. <laughs> you got to do all... You can pause the game, though. So there is that. You can pause oh, okay. for a second to kind of think things through, give actions to your characters, and they'll run off and do it. But it's not like... It doesn't stop time for every single movement. Or, or to go get food. Or to go get food. Unless you want to pause the game and go get food. <laughs> so I know you're enjoying this game, but what is the... Like, what's the general story? I thought you sort of started to explain it before, but <coughs> on, on like maybe last week, but I'm not really too sound so, on it. Yeah, so the first Pillars of Eternity, I didn't really talk much about because I never finished it, which is really sad. I need to go back and finish it. Uh, the first one uh, was the one I mentioned about the Hollowborn. Okay, where, yeah, okay. Yeah, with the children who are being born without souls because there are animancers who are using souls. And um, in like this natural order of the world, uh, when you die, your soul gets uh, reincarnated into a new body. But if there are no souls, kids are being born soulless. They're empty. They're like vegetables. So, so sad. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, man, this game is there's some brutal moments in this game that like story wise. Like parents realizing some... their children have no souls and shit like that. Yep. Oh, and deciding what to do with them. And it's lots really of sad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You run. You talk to parents. You talk to yeah. It's really sad. I remember the first game. There's a part where you come up to this uh, town. It's not doing great. Like it's a really. It reminded me a little bit of like somewhere you'd see in Berserk because there's just this giant tree with all of these hanging bodies on it. Right. It was so sad. So about as dark as you can get. <laughs> so that's it was pretty dark. But the whole game isn't. It's not a dark. I wouldn't say it's a dark RPG. Or dark fantasy, because not all of it's like that. Um, well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're not like in a berserk world, but there are some moments where you're kind of like, man, that was really dark. <laughs> but OK, and so in the second one, because I don't know how the first one finished because I didn't finish it. I need to. I need to go back and finish it. But I jumped in this one because I heard a lot of people talking about it. I heard they fixed a lot of things I didn't like about the first game mechanics wise. And so I jumped in this one, and I I really liked it. The main character wakes up on the shore and after your boat has been crashed. So you're playing the exact same character you played in the first game. And so you can do a game import from the first game into the second game to kind of carry on your story. Or you can start over and kind of piece together like what you wanted from the past story. Like It'll give you a chance to say, like, all right, so did your character do this or this in this choice in the last game? So you kind of like, That's so if you didn't cool. finish it, yeah, so like if you didn't finish it, if you played Dragon Age, um, the third one, it's kind of like the tapestry thing where you can like pick and choose if you didn't like import your game. So, so in the last one, in, last, in game one, you end up with their keep and underneath this keep is this giant stone titan, you find out. And then in this game, 
the god of death Aeothis has inhabited that stone titan and rose up out of the ground and destroyed your keep and killed you in the process. And <clears throat> so another god brings you back to life and all the gods are be- are asking you to go hunt down Aethys and kill him because he is now on a rampage. He's a, this giant stone titan who's walking just a straight path through the, or just walking around the world and causing destruction wherever he goes. A and giant titan? Yeah, like his giant stone titan. <laughs> yeah, I guess he is pretty giant if he's just going to stomp on your keep. Who? Yeah. How dare you <laughs> knock down my house? Yeah, so... Uh, you are you get a ship. This world uh, in the second one deals a lot with pirates too, because it's like it's like D and D, where there's like this big overarching story, but there's all these tiny little stories in between. Little missions. Yeah, but they're like really in depth. <laughs> you can run into some really cool missions. Like I just like um, solved this big issue with this. Uh, um, village that has all these storms surrounding it and they don't know the storms are very unnatural all they can't get any supplies because all the trading ships that are coming in are sinking in the storm and they can't leave so you go to this other island find out this big giant like magical rock called an audra is corrupted by souls and you say a magical rock yeah, it's they can use it to manipulate the storms. That's what the souls are doing. And it's a very well like sought after rock where you can manipulate it and use its magical properties for different things. That's an so, ROCK, right? Yeah, ROCK. Okay. Yeah, rock. Um <clears throat> so that was down this giant like mo- not a mine. It was more like a underground tomb kind of. And so you go down there and you actually get sucked into the rock, the big Audra, and you find these souls that are unhappy with how they passed on and they uh, want to, um, they're trying to find a way back into the world, but you can't let them back into the world because they're dead. So they corrupted the rock and then you end up killing the souls inside and you get either get the choice of destroying the rock, which will... Uh, help one faction that what doesn't want the Audra there. The other faction, the Valiant Trading Company, wants the rock in ha- intact because they want to use it in trading. Because uh, I-, I can't remember what they were what to use it for. They can mani- manipulate like storms so that there's never a storm there. But it also opens up the possibility the rock may be uh, contaminated again in the future. So these two factions were fighting. You had to choose between the two. Do you want to keep it or do you want to restore it? And this is all a side story? Yeah, that's all a side story. Holy crap. It's like okay. The Witcher. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it is. Like massive stories is, in between. It's not a bad thing, by the way. I mean, that just means you're getting a lot out of your a lot of game for oh, your money. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, like, oh man, I need to look at Steam to see how many hours I have in it. Because before when I first started, I think I had 15 hours in it. I barely got anywhere. And then I went back to Divinity 2 because I was like, I'm gonna finish this finally. And then I have been playing this nonstop since then, and I'm about to tell you how many hours I have in it now. Oh, good. Ooh, I'm gonna guess. How, how, how you you've been playing it nonstop? This has only been a week. Only been a week. It's only okay, been a week. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say sixty-two hours. Uh actually, you overshot it a little bit. Okay. Oh, only by a little bit. Okay, so I'm at fifty-six. 
Okay, well, I'm fairly okay. I'm fairly close. So I'm from 15 to 56 this past week because I've been playing nonstop. That's a I love lot. It. That's a lot in one week, though. Man, you must love the shit. Man, out I of get this game. sucked in. I can't help it, and I never want to go to bed. And there's a lot of reading, so if you get caught up in the story, um, I, I guess it's all voice acted though, so it's not all reading. But uh, they read it to you. But I mean, it's so much story, and if you get sucked into it, and you're like, I want to know what happens, and there's a lot of inventory management i'm like i gotta pick out the best gear i gotta find that guy sell all this stuff sleeping's for losers <laughs> so yeah it's it's fun um i am playing a ranger like i always do with a wolf pet and you always play uh, a ranger i always play a ranger in every game every i'm always a ranger <laughs> what would you play if there was no ranger i mean Probably i really- druid I realize there almost always is a ranger, but if there wasn't one, what yeah. would you do? Uh, probably play a ranger. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, a druid of some sort. Okay. Do if you, I could. Sounds like you like to have your animals with you. I do. I always love animal pets. <laughs> so, I can't, like, so I have a big wolf pet. Uh, I couldn't think of a name, so I named him Edge. I don't know why. That's not a bad name. So, what do you do <laughs> I was with... thinking, you know, he's my weapon. He's like my sword edge. What do you do so, with Because the... I fight with him. <laughs> what do you do with the pet, though? I mean, do you, like, can you ride it? Do you send it out to, a, to, do, to attack? Do you... No, he's basically just another party member. He just runs around and attacks, and I can tell okay. him what to do. Okay, that's so... cool. And we get, we give each other buffs, so if we're, like, in so much proximity of each other, we'll get, like, additional crit, we'll get additional, uh, like, defense... Or evasiveness. Stuff. There's so many stats in this game. It's like a D and D on steroids. <laughs> There's so many stats. <laughs> so I don't. I, don't, I didn't hear you. Re- I didn't hear you mentioning anything about the souls being taken again, like from the first game. So are these games not connected at all? Because I because you said that. You- oh no, they are connected because Aethys apparently had something to do with the souls in the first game. Because you think it's all this animancer stuff, but it's actually Aethys, the god of death. Uh, he, okay. <clears throat> I think. I, you learn in the first game that the gods aren't actually gods. They are man-made into gods. Like, they didn't, huh. like, create the world. Man, like, magic created them from man. So it was, like, some big conspiracy in the first game. I wish I would have played it so I knew it, how it finished. But I know Aethys had something to do with it because the Animancers are trying to cover up the fact that, uh, like, Animancers in the past created the gods and they're not actual, like, you know be like creators of the world <laughs> hmm sounds like but, I mean, so i'm guessing this game is 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 really well received right i mean um, it sounds like i mean it sounds like based on your enjoyment level of it that this is a game that is quite good so people are i thought so because i i don't know what happened Uh-oh. because i just looked at steam when it first came out it was very well received every like podcast i was listening to about video games loved it uh, a lot of YouTubers I listen to who talk about video games love were loving it. So, and it had a very positive score. Now it's at mostly positive. I don't know why, but it's only 100 people who marked it as that. I'm trying to look through. So maybe they had some update that, like, I don't know, had bugs in it. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, wondering, what the, I'm wondering what, like, the Metacritic score is. Oh, I don't know. Let me see. I think Steam has Metacritic as an 88. Oh, okay. Well, that's not, I mean, that's not, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, I mean, what else is there to say about it? I mean, you covered a lot, you covered a lot pretty quickly, and you're right, it is an 88. It's Deadfire, right? Pillars of Eternity to Deadfire. Well, the first one had an 89, which is pretty much, you know, right about in the same wheelhouse 
in terms of scoring. Mm-hmm. But it's still a good score. So, oh, man. I don't know. I, I feel like I have a lot of questions, but I don't even know where to start with it. Like, Go for it. What kinds of people would you recommend play this game? I mean, it doesn't sound like a, a, a game for people that are strapped for time. Nope. D&D fans. <laughs> if you love D&D, play this game. It's great. <laughs> um, if you really like R- like uh, action RPGs, uh, I'm, I'm hesitant to say action because you are still clicking like yeah. abilities. It's not like you're swinging a sword. It's not like The Witcher. It's uh, still a... It's just not turn-based. It is real-time RPG. That's the best way to say it. Real-time RPG. Very story-rich. If you really like rich stories, try this out. It's all voice-acted, except for your main character. It just always seems to me that I always prefer games be turn-based for some reason, and I don't know exactly why that is. I just... Like, the minute I hear a game and I hear, oh, it's, it's, you know, not... It's a style where you just kind of run around and swing your sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. It always kind of, at least for me, I, I always look at it a, a little less favorably for some reason. And I don't know exactly why that is, but I always seem like I want to be able to just sort of stop and think about what I'm doing before it happens. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's like a reflex issue. I just, I don't know. I, I, I mean, what is your I preference? wouldn't say this relies on reflexes, though, because you can pause the game to think things through. You just... Um, it just doesn't pause for you after every single movement. You have to, you can like watch how things are going, pause, go, okay, I'm going to move this person here. I'm going to tell this person to shoot a fireball at these people. Actually, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make my ranger root them to the ground with roots. And then I'm going to have this mage blast them with a fireball since they can't move out of it that, you know, stuff like that. But it's not going to move character to character to character like Divinity would. <laughs> I wish I had some let... visuals of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up some photos of it so I can see what I'm looking at here. Go for it. Um, what was the other question that you were asking me? I'm sorry. I was, I was asking you like what your preference is when you're playing Oh, games. what my preference is. It depends. I like both. Uh, I love Divinity, and I love The Witcher. <laughs> I love both. It really depends on the game, because I also love... Uh, platinum games like uh, Metal Gear Revengeance. I love that. Uh, I love Nier Automata. Stuff like that. I have meaning to play that. Oh, I love that game. You should try it out. Yeah. That game is so trippy. Just because it goes through so many different types of genres from um, like a top-down shooter or like kind of like a, I'm sorry, a bullet hell. It goes from like a bullet hell, then it goes into 3D, and it goes from the side, it, side-scrolling. It goes to so many different kind of genres. <laughs> I think every time I sign online, I feel like I run into Nier Automata because there's so many people doing cosplay of it and stuff that I just can't get away from it. Oh, man. The action figures, I want so bad. And I don't really collect a lot of figures, but I really want the Nier Automata ones because they look so great. <laughs> I really want both, uh, <clears throat> both of them. Right, I'm looking at the game now, and it definitely looks like Divinity. I mean, sort of, in terms of yeah. the, in terms of the presentation of it. So I'm I'm watching the first 15 minutes of the game, and they're like talking on a, on a ship, I think, mm-hmm. or something. So, hmm. and your inventory management seems like a seems like so the inventory looks very small. Is that the, is that true? Oh no, there it is, much bigger. Okay, so it has like the same sort of character screen as a Diablo 3 would have with you have where you have your sort of character the 
the equipment. He looks like he's got a, a helmet, a necklace, a tunic, a, a ring, a shoes, cape, uh, several several accessories, a belt, and um, mm-hmm. and a familiar. And then like it gives you like your your DPS, your on your main and offhand weapon, your defenses, your your resistances, and then like a huge image. Yeah. It looks so. I'm actually, I'm actually a little taken aback by how similar to like Diablo the the character interfaces, right down to like the way that the inventory boxes look. Yeah. Um. I mean, except in Diablo, you can't like pause or anything, and I'd say you are swamped more in Diablo. I think Diablo relies so much more on Twitch reaction than this does. Because, yeah, definitely, I'd say definitely, because I remember, I'm trying to think back, because I've, I've played Diablo 1 and 2, but Diablo 3 is fresher in my mind, and that one required a lot of Twitch reaction, because there was so many hordes of zombies just surrounding you. Oh my you, god, yeah. And other kind of liches, and all, I remember this big guy that you hit, and when he dies, he blows up, and all these like little like maggots come out. That's true, there's a lot uh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. So especially when you're playing in big groups of people with lots of enemies, you got to kind of pay attention to what has died, because yeah, you know, especially at higher higher difficulty levels, one of those explosions could could kill you. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this guy seems like he's, he's like some kind of like a fish man race or something. He's blue, I don't know. This guy that I'm oh, watching. what are they called? Oh man, Juana. I think they're called the Juana. I don't know, but he looks like a merfolk sort of with his the way that his skin yeah. looks. They are, and the you get one as a party, as a teammate, and he has like these kind of tentacle braids on his head. So, but. what are your um, what are your hopes for the game as you play through it? Like, I know you're just kind of going about your business, but or 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 or, or maybe even another question would be, what are the bad things about it? Like, what is what are the things people should be looking out for at this point if they're really turned off mm. by specific things? I would say the AI, as far as moving, gets really clunky. There are some parts in it that really irritate me because the characters can't run through each other, which makes sense, I guess, but it can be really irritating because if uh, you have a few melee characters who are surrounding a character, if the other one can't get to him, he won't, like, the AI won't just position him behind the, ma- the guy. He'll just keep saying things like, nope, can't do that, nope, can't do that. I'm like, God, oh, do I have to actually point you, like, all around the enemy to get to behind him? I just kind of wish that he just knew to, like, position himself in a place where he could hit him. That's your, it's just, those are your party members? Yes, yeah, so, my party members. So you're not Sorry. controlling everybody in your party, you're just controlling maybe your own guy, and then everybody else kind of functions independently? No, you can. You can control all of them. How uh, you, you can that, also set though? them to AI. So, How would you control um, them all if it's real time? Look, that sounds very hard. Um, you click on one portrait, move them to do this thing, click on another portrait, move them to do that thing. Uh, if you ever played a... Um, uh, I guess some real-time RPGs are like, or I was trying to think, uh, real-time strategies are kind of like that. So, in other words, when you have when you have the game on on AI mode, they kind of block each other or don't move efficiently. So you're right. So it's like some some RPGs that I've played in the past are are the 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 AIs are dumb, but in a different way where they'll just they'll just die easily. So it's like if you don't yeah. if you don't babysit them, they'll just die for no apparent reason at all because they because they forget to heal or something ridiculous. But this is... This I'd say the AI, as far as using their abilities, is pretty decent. You can customize it, too. You can com- 
fully command however you want. If you wanted to have it run on auto the entire game, you could do that because there's an AI option. We can go through and list, do this and this and this and this. Like you can even go into percentages, like use only this ability at this percentage if this thing is happening. And you can get really in detail with it. But the problem is just positioning. If I want to just, there's a an option to click all. So you can, if you push that and click all of them, it'll group, it'll select all of them at once. And if I tell them to attack this one guy, uh, just sometimes they get really weird about positioning. If he can't, I don't know, the AI is really weird where it doesn't want to look for a route around and, and like around your party members to get to a place where he can hit, he will just like go up behind another party member and go, I can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you can just go through here. <laughs> does that, does, I don't know. Does that stuff ever come and become a problem when you're doing, when you're casting spells that have like area of effect, like range where you ever end up like, yes, because there is friendly fire, <laughs> so, yeah. which is also annoying. So if I, I need to specifically tell them where to stand if I'm trying to do something like spray like fire or something and or like a lightning spray attack where it spe specifically says in the uh, I'm, I'm sorry, there are certain abilities that will specifically say just enemies. If it says just enemies, then that means it won't hurt your party members. Right. So if it doesn't say anything like that, if it just says all targets in this vicinity, it will hurt your party members, too. So you got to be careful about positioning. So sometimes I have to tell, I have to pause the game and say, "Okay, you warrior, go over here. You go over here, rogue guy, and the mage is going to stay here and he's going to spray this, and then they'll go do that after I resume the game." <laughs> yeah, so you can if, give them commands. Yeah, because if you just let them do whatever they want, you got the mage spraying some like fire attack and. De decimating your own dudes because they're just kind of standing right in the way. Does that ever happen? Um, you Is can specify not to use certain abilities I mean, on so uh, AI. Yeah, yeah, no, you can speci uh, specify that. A lot of I set it so that my guys will heal themselves, but they won't cast abilities like that. They will use single target abilities, like he will shoot. Um, a mage bolt at some, well, like, I can't remember what it's called. It's like some kind of mage bolt at somebody. He will do that, but he he's not going to just call up a blizzard. Because it is also like D&D, where you can only use so many spells, level spells, uh, in a round. So every encounter, you only get so many first level spells, you only get so many second level spells, well, you only exactly get so many third level spells. Yeah, it's like, it's exactly like it. <laughs> but I, so, That's interesting, because I'm not used to playing games where that is the where, where they where they where they meter out your spell usage like that? For me, at least the games that I've played, it's usually like how much MP does it cost? You know, mm. so it's like oh, well, this <clears> spell yeah, costs this spell costs twelve MP. This spell costs fifteen MP. Whatever. Right. Yeah. No, this doesn't have that. It's hmm. a lot like D and D. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing that. Yeah. So it's, so it's basically so it's basically D and D, but in video game form. I'm sorry. Except to, this is not turn based. <laughs> I'm starting to realize that every everything is D, is is D, basically based off D and D. It's a lot. It's, it's very influential in the uh, video game world. All right. So what else about the game isn't isn't particularly good? So that doesn't seem like <gasps> that doesn't seem oh, so game breaking, but it does seem like a drawback, you know. But I'd say I'm running into a lot of useless gear. Although it's good for money, though. I wish it would just give you the money, though, so I didn't have to carry around, like, 
eight swords, eight shields, eats eight so much and so much and so much, and then go dump them all on a vendor. I kind of wish that they would just give you more gold and put more, like, actually worthwhile stuff in there, because a lot of the items I'm coming across are useless. Uh, I wish more RPGs made crafting more um, necessary, because I'm finding a lot of RPGs, and this even Divinity, too, <clears throat> I'm sorry, um, where, where they have crafting... But the craft, the things you can craft are completely useless. I, I can already get enough healing scrolls, healing potions, and stuff in the world already. Why do I need to craft at all? Yeah, I don't know. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I just hate it when they put in a crafting thing. So they're like, oh, we just need to make, check off this, check this off the list of RPG things that we need crafting. And then not make it, like, necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's some like RPG cliche, so they feel like they have to check every box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I think all that does is clutter a game up, honestly, and make things less. Uh, yeah, my inventory is filled with stuff, and I've never run out of space. I don't even know if you can. I think you have like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, I think you have unlimited space in your inventory. I could be wrong about that. Here's a, here's <laughs> a here's a quote. From I've never run out of space. <laughs> Here's a quote from this review from this review that says that that dialogue choices are heavily influenced by care by your character's stats. Yes, they are. So does that is that something of like, you know, in D and D you'd be like intimidation or charm or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah, so it's already does like like how in D and D um if you have intimidation, you could say, I want to intimidate, you know, I want to say this to this guy, and the DM will say, all right, roll for intimidation. And then you add your modifier plus the roll to do this. In this game, it doesn't have a rolling system, but it will just say, you need this specific amount of intimidation to use this uh, ability, like this dialogue choice. So, yeah, it, it's not like a rolling they kind of like take the rolling system away and are just like you just need this mount okay but it sounds like a really good game i mean but unfortunately it's just not a computer so i'll probably never end up playing it but no. at least i have divinity it's a lot of fun <laughs> oh you know what else is coming out what's that a new witcher game what except it is not the action rpg of like Geralt. it is witcher tales and it's uh I think it, part of it's Gwent and part of it is uh, like a strategy game and you're playing a queen and you're trying to build an empire. But I don't know. It looks like fun. But it's or build not a the, kingdom. Not, maybe not an empire. But it's not but. the Witcher that we know from the last couple years. Geralt makes an appearance, apparently. But we're not, <laughs> but we're not riding horses throughout the land, like right. killing skeletons right. and shit. Nah, they're, mm. I, I don't know, I think they're trying to put it into different genres, which I'm, I'm cool with it, I'm excited, that comes out tomorrow, and I, oh, I really want to play. Oh, good lord, yeah, you weren't <laughs> kidding. Well, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. definitely, it's probably just, just on computer too, though, I'm guessing, but. Uh, for now, I could, I could definitely see it coming to mobile, though, it looks like a mobile game. Well, I'm sure you're, I'm sure From... that you're going to be filling us in on, on how that is later on when you're. Yeah, when you're I'm excited, I want to play it. Pillars of Throne Eternity. Breaker. That's what it's called. Hmm. All right. Well, at this point, what would you like? What would you give it out of a hundred? Like, out of a hundred? Well, that's what that's <laughs> what Metacritic does. They gave it an eighty-eight. So. Oh shoot! Out of what I played, I uh, man, I I almost said I only played fifty-six hours. I've only played <laughs> fifty-six hours Jesus of this Christ. game. Gosh, I've only scratched the surface. That's like that's like six times what most games 
like entire run. Like some games only last like ten hours. This game 60, 60 hours. You barely scratched it. People complain uh, about video games being expensive. This game, you've been you played this game for two years before you finish it. I would definitely say what they have scored right now, eighty eight, is actually pretty accurate. Okay. I'd say. Well, that's good. It's always nice when there's like an accurate score, so no one's getting screwed or whatever. Yeah, it's really good. I wouldn't say it's perfect. It's got flaws, but yeah. All right. Well, as always, Mandy, you are a, uh, what is the word? A uh, pillar of knowledge for video games. So (laughs) I'm glad someone's playing video games. I'm I'm just, it's sad. I'm just trying to get through Dragon Quest now as fast as I can so I can go play Divinity. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, because... I don't know, because I've been playing, because I've now played D&D like four times in the last month, and now I'm really itching to like, you know, have stats and have my sword and go out and kill things and, you know, but yeah, I'm still enjoying Dragon Quest though. Good, good. All right, we got a podcast to do, so I hope everyone, hope you enjoyed listening to Pillars of Eternity. If it sounds like a game you're interested in, I guess you can get it on Steam, so go ahead and don't, don't hold back. You know, you only live once, so go uh, have yourself some fun. Of D&D style yeah. adventuring. It's my, is it, oh, one Go more play question. More games. One more question. Is it multiplayer? No, it is not. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Thank you to Mandy for, for playing video games, I guess. And um, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye.